Good evening. Uh, this is my third recording of what I call is just trying something. I know that in my education degree, I'm going to be reading to my class. And I thought maybe a good practice of that is possibly reading scripture from here in my uh, community placement uh, and giving a little reflection on um, what sticks out to me. So, uh, reading from the book of Ezekiel. The word of the Lord came to me. Say to the people, thus says the Lord, I will take the people of Israel from the nations among which they have gone and will gather them from every quarter and bring them to their own land. I will make them one nation in the land on the mountains of Israel and one king shall be king over them all. Never again shall they be, they be two nations, and never again shall they be divided into kingdoms. They shall never again defile themselves with their idols and their destable things, or with any of their transgressions. I will save them from all the apostates into which they have fallen, and will cleanse them. Then they shall be my people, and I will be their God. My servant David shall be king over them, and they shall all have one shepherd. They shall follow my ordinances and be careful to observe my statutes. They shall live in the land that I give to my servant Jacob, in which our ancestors lived. They and their children and their children's children shall live there forever, and my servant David shall be their prince forever. I will make a covenant of peace with them. It shall be everlasting covenant with them, and I will bless them and multiply them and will set my sanctuary among them forevermore. My dwelling place shall be with them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Then the nations shall know that I, the Lord, sanctify Israel. Then my sanctuary is among them forever. The word of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The responsorial psalm is the Lord will guard us like a shepherd guarding its flock. Hear the word of the Lord, O nations, and declare it in the cast lands far away. Say, he who scattered Israel will gather him and will keep him as a shepherd, a flock. The Lord will guard us like a shepherd guarding his flock. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has ransomed him from hands too strong for him. They shall come and sing aloud on the height of Zion, and they shall be radiant over the goodness of the Lord. The Lord will guard us like a shepherd 
guarding his flock. Then shall the young women rejoice in the dance, and the young man and the old shall be merry. I will turn their mornings into joy, and I'll comfort them. I'll give them gladness for sorrow. The Lord will guard us like a shepherd guarding his flock. Rid yourselves of all your sins and make a new heart and a new spirit. A reading from the Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Many of the Jews who had come with Mary and had seen that Je- what Jesus did believed him. But some of them went to the Pharisees and told them that he had what he had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees called a meeting of the council and said, What are we to do? This man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And the Romans will come and destroy both our holy place and our nation. But one of them, Siaphas, Siaphas, who was the high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. You do not understand that it is better for you to have one man die for the people than to have the whole nation destroyed. He did not say this on his own. But being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was about to die for the nation and not for the nation only, but to gather into one the disparate children of God. So from that day on, they planned to put him to death. Jesus, therefore, no longer walked among, walked about openly among the Jews, but went from there to a town called Ephraim, in the region near the wilderness, and he reminded there with. And he remained there, sorry, with the disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was near, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus and were asking one another as they stood in the temple, What do you think? Surely he will not come to the festival, will he? The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There's a few things that I wanted to note that I was thinking about throughout um, this reading. This reading is for Saturday morning. Uh, The Saturday morning before the start of Holy Week, which begins Saturday evening with the Sunday Mass uh, celebrated on Saturday evening at 5 o'clock. And it's a beautiful start. Now, the first reading, reading from the book of uh, Prophet Ezekiel, uh, you hear about the dividing of kingdoms. Right and, and how the how our Lord will continue to be uh, amongst the people. Now, the dividing amongst kingdoms I see in the Catholic Church a little bit too often, where people disagree with one another uh, in what is being preached. But the divide, you know, the divide that we see amongst these smaller understandings, 
What I mean by smaller, not to minimize, right? Not to minimize any of the teachings that people disagree with, right? Um, but ultimately, if you are Christian, you believe in the love of God. And that does not change this everlasting love. That does not get divided. That does not change. That when we look at God, the way that we picture him, the way we experienced him, we should be filled with love. And I can't even see when we look at the cross, because sadly over the years, people have misused that cross. People in the name of the Lord took advantage of so many. So when some people look at the cross, they feel love. When some people look at the cross, they feel pain, they feel suffering, they feel targeted. For me, I look at it and I feel love. But sadly, I, as a a future teacher, cannot have a cross displayed in a certain way because I know it may cause harm to the students that I am ministering to. Because the reality is, we are divided. We have been divided on many things, causing so much harm. But the one thing that we need to go back to, one thing that we will never divide, be divided in, is God's love. And that's what I think, um, part of what was being said in the first reading. And then when we look at the responsorial psalm, another thing that was mentioned to me by a very wise teacher at my high school was... Um, that they hate to be like sheep. Now, if in this responsorial psalm, this in particularly, they do not compare us to the lamb. They do not compare us to the sheep. But they did uh, compare the God's love to one of a shepherd guarding its flock. So a sheep, the reason why the teacher didn't like sheep is because a sheep blindly follows, right? That the, like, as if there is no knowledge or understanding that comes with that. Um, but that's not the case. We as believers need to use our mind and our knowledge and our understanding and what God has given us naturally to be able to decide in our faith so that we know between right and wrong. Uh, but when God is guarding us like his flock, he's guarding us not only for his well-being, but to make sure that each member of the flock, so each sheep, stays alive Right? First of all, a shepherd, their goal is to make sure that they don't die. How do they, not, how do they make sure that they don't die? By not falling into the trap of harm, right? So make sure wolves doesn't capture them. To make sure that they're fed, make sure that they have food in their trough, and to make sure that they drink, that they have nourishment. That is the way God feeds us. That's the way God keeps us alive. There's no greater gift to keep us alive than what is found at the altar, what is found at the heavenly table. So, the, so our shepherd guards us like his flock, feeds us, protects us, feeds us not, not only physically, but spiritually, so that we're able to take every day, one day at a time. Right now with COVID, it's, it's harder to, um, to take every day, right? Every day you kind of just want to give up. But when you look at the Lord and, you, and, you know, the Lord is walking along uh, this path with us, this, this path of dealing with COVID. He's in pain too, but we can push through that. We can be with him in that. And lastly, we hear the gospel. We hear the um, getting ready for the Passover meal. Now at the end when they say, you know, he won't come to the festival, right? 
No, he does. He does. He goes to the upper room and he celebrates Passover with his 12 disciples. Because he was a good Jew. Because he was a good believer of God. He knew that that was important. And he did that. And um, one other line that really stood out um, was uh, the line that says, um, when the, is the fact that the high priest almost, he did, he prophesied what would happen to Jesus. That he knew that it was not, he was not just going to die uh, because, you know, that they were targeting him. Because that's usually the story that we get told. That the Pharisees and the scribes and all of them just targeted him as, uh, as this person that was bringing negativity and, and trying to control their faith. And yes, that happened. Yes, ultimately, that's what brought him to the cross. But in here, you get a little bit of faith involved, where they understood that there was a greater power involved, that there was this greater plan. God knows the greater plan for us, ultimately. When we're dealing with what's around us every single day, dealing with the weight from schools, dealing with the weight of COVID and work and not having work and the weight of of the social injustices that they're in this world, like insane. We will get through it too. We will be with God, showing love. But not only when we enter in the kingdom of heaven, but here on earth. We are called as Christians to show that love and that compassion and that empathy every single day. Not only in the temple during Passover, not only during Easter and Christmas, but every single day. He calls us to that. And as I I leave with that, I would like to say uh, three Hail Marys. One for the intentions of our Pope, who is all over the place. And what I mean by that is people have scrutinized and, and done so much bad towards him uh, as Pope. And one Hail Mary is dedicated to him and his works. Second is for all marginalized communities. Our Muslim community, our brothers and sisters of the Muslim faith. Our LGBTQ peoples, both Catholic and non. Our people of color who... Over the years, so much pain, so much suffering, so much injustices. And that symbolism of that injustice continues to exist here in the church. And the third Hail Mary is for us journeying through through this uh, last week of Holy Week. Journeying on that Via de la Cruces, that walk to the Lord. That walk to uh, to the crucifixion. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen.
for all those who have died during this COVID, during this time of COVID throughout this year. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May they rest in peace. Amen. Our Lady of Knock, pray for us. St. Joseph, pray for us. Jesus, the one who shows us what true love is, continue to guide us and pray for us. Amen.